Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate all of you spending your Tuesday morning with us as we roll into hour number two. You may not hear it a lot of places, but things are actually trending in a decent direction with the coronavirus the last four days. New daily infections have not changed very much at all. They have ticked up, but by a very small percentage, we are not far from starting the backside, uh, I believe, of the coronavirus curve as it pertains to new daily infections. It's the final day of March. I think April will be a challenge. By mid to late April, I think a lot of people will be saying, oh, things are looking up. Let's talk about sports. Leagues need to be above where the public is, in front of where the public is. And that's why I believe the NBA could be incredibly proactive here and finish out its season in Las Vegas. Yes, the city of sin meets the NBA, it could be fantastic. Let me explain exactly what I mean by the NBA in Las Vegas. Right now, uh, we have a situation. I'm going to walk you through the column that I wrote on Sunday. I'll open up phone lines. I'll bring in the crew. Uh, The NBA could very easily, I believe, make it happen in Las Vegas. Let me explain why. First of all, there have been reports that have come out since last week when I talked about this. Do you remember last week when I talked about the idea of an NBA team, uh, sorry, the NBA league, like taking over a college campus and effectively creating an atmosphere that would allow them to finish the regular season and or the playoffs? 
And then last week we had Petros Papadakis come on and he was surly. He was ornery. He hated the idea. Well, after that uh, discussion, it went public that the NBA was thinking about the idea of finishing its season in a place where it would be a non-traditional setup. And in particular, the NBA was talking about, according to Brian Windhorst at ESPN, they were talking about the college campus idea, which I had floated, basically with colleges out for the year, take over a college campus, put the players in dorms, use a college campus facilities to play the rest of the NBA season. They were talking about the idea of taking over an island, which sounds even more ridiculous, like basically go to the Bahamas and put every player on NBA Island, and they will play the rest of the season there. And then there was also talk about Las Vegas. And Las Vegas, to me, of all these options, actually makes the most sense the more I think about it. So Las Vegas casinos are shut down right now. They are shut down for 30 days. But in mid-April, the idea is that the casinos would reopen. Now, I'm not sure whether they'll reopen in mid-April. It might be into May before it happens. But what I do know is this. The casinos don't have the virus inside of them by and large. They are now cleaned. I'm sure they are spick and span as a result of being shut down. And as a result of the casinos being shut down, if you have spent any time in Vegas at all, and I've spent a decent amount of time out in Vegas, you know there are spectacular hotels everywhere filled with spectacular hotel rooms and that the banks of elevators in a casino are easily able to be taken over by security. You may well have even stayed in a Vegas casino where you had to flash your card in order to be able to get back by the elevators because they have uh, issues with people going up to these rooms, all right, Uh, who don't stay there. The NBA could easily take over several high-end hotels or even only one high-end hotel if they wanted to and put every NBA player, remember we're only talking about like 450 players in the entire league, plus all of the officials, plus all of the coaches in one venue or two venues or three venues, however many hotels they wanted to take over. And if they did that, The technology has become such that they could shut down that entire casino hotel and only allow people in who are having their temperature taken. There are even now designs where you can walk through a entrance and they can take your temperature as you walk through that entrance like it's a metal detector. That's how advanced the technology has become. So... You could create a system where every NBA player comes to a venue. Teams could have different venues where they want their NBA teams to show up. You quarantine at a hotel for two weeks, get tested for the coronavirus when you arrive, get tested regularly for your temperature, quarantine for two weeks, go to Vegas, start practice, either resume the season or not with the regular season, then play the playoffs. 16 teams would be in the playoffs. As your team loses, they go home. It's like Survivor NBA edition. And as the teams lose, they depart. Now, some of you may be thinking, what about the families? 
Well, the answer is pretty straightforward. If you wanted to quarantine with your family, your immediate family, you couldn't bring like 25 people with you. But if you want your wife and your kids to be with you, they could come quarantine with you and stay in the NBA hotel and be inside with you during that period of time that you are playing basketball in Las Vegas. Your wife, your kids, your girlfriend, whoever you want, they could all stay with you. You would have incredible medical care on the facility, the best doctors in the world to handle any issues that arise. This is significant for people out there who are already saying, well, as soon as somebody gets sick, you would have to stop. That's not true. If somebody gets sick, first of all, you're taking temperatures of the players every single day. If you have a fever, you immediately get sent back to your room. Doctors come and take care of you, ensure that you get well. But if you have the coronavirus, I don't think you have to shut down the entire league. The data reflects that if you are a young, healthy person in America today, you are more likely to die of the flu than you are the coronavirus. Again, the data reflects that the flu, if you are a young person, is killing more people, has killed more people this year than the coronavirus has. We don't shut down the NBA or any other sports league when somebody gets the flu. In fact, we often encourage the player to actually play such that one of the most iconic games in the history of the NBA is the Jordan flu game. When Michael Jordan went out and played with the flu, and that is part of what burnished his legend, the fact that he could play so well being that sick. If you are familiar with any kind of high-level athletics, players playing sick is incredibly common. Coaches coaching sick is incredibly common. The NBA could actually put in place a new policy as a part of this season that they would be playing in Las Vegas, but it could extend in the future where, hey, if you have a fever, you aren't allowed to play. Which could honestly be a really smart plan regardless of the coronavirus. And maybe that's something that other leagues could adopt as well. If you have a fever, you aren't allowed to play. Now, that's funny a little bit because in this load management era of the NBA, you can imagine a lot of guys going full-on Ferris Bueller, running around trying to get their temperature up like a lot of you did back in the day when you were trying to prove to mom or dad that you were too sick to go to school and you're trying to like you're hoping that that thermometer is going to show a fever when you got it in your mouth you don't know what it's going to show so you're trying whatever you can Ferris Bueller style to actually end up sick because you don't feel that bad but you don't really want to go to school same thing could happen in the NBA if a player tests positive for the coronavirus like Rudy Gobert did you don't have to shut down the entire league You just aggressively continue to test. And if players have the coronavirus, they have to leave until they get healthy when they can come back again. Much like an injury, an illness could impact the outcome of a season. Last year, in the NBA playoffs, if Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant don't get hurt, the Warriors win the title. 
Instead, both guys get hurt, and the Toronto Raptors end up winning the title. Injuries and illness can impact whether a team wins or not. But the actual danger from the coronavirus to a young, healthy person in the NBA, as has already been established with the 10 players that tested positive, Marcus Smart, Kevin Durant, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, all of them, so far as I have heard, have said, you know what, we're fine now. I'm back healthy. So you might have a guy miss a couple of games in the playoffs if that happened, but the hope would be that nobody would test positive because you would have had a two-week quarantine because there would be no crowds present because even people calling the game would be doing so remotely and the only people that would need to be there for the games are the officials, the players, and the coaches along with the medical staff to help in the event of a normal injury, quote-unquote normal injury that might happen during a game or somebody getting sick. I think this is a no-brainer, 100% guaranteed to work for the NBA solution. There are at least four different venues that you could play games in and have players practice that are fairly high level, if you think about them. If you're familiar with Vegas, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but you got courts at the MGM Grand that you could build out, Mandalay Bay, T-Mobile Arena, and the Thomas and Mack Center. The big decision you would have to make is, how do you finish the season? Do you play like five or ten games remaining in the regular season to allow players to kind of get back into shape? Do you only bring the teams that have made the playoffs so far, let players get into shape out in Vegas, and then start the playoffs with only the 16 teams that made the playoffs? The other 14 teams don't show up. Do you decide to do something even wackier and maybe even cooler and say, hey, all 30 NBA teams are making the playoffs? The top two teams in the West and the East number one seed in the East, number one seed in the West, automatically advance to the next round, but everybody else plays a best three out of five with the 28 other teams. And so everybody advances in this one-year scenario because we weren't able to finish the regular season. We're going to play a 28-team first round, followed by a 16-team second round, eight-team third round, four-team, two-team progress so there are interesting decisions the NBA could make about exactly what this would look like but the idea that it would occur to me is a no-brainer I think it's brilliant I think it could happen I think it smartly would happen and I think Las Vegas is the best location you can say well why are you doing it only in one place so you are protecting the player's health they don't have to get on airplanes and fly all over the country They don't have to worry about moving outside of the NBA bubble that they are in, which should be a healthy bubble. There are a lot of people in Las Vegas. It's a blue-collar town that work at these casinos that would be ecstatic for the NBA to be there. You could bring everything in-house. All of the meals are inside of the casino, healthily being prepared for the entire league. Every single person who walks into that venue would be tested in advance for the coronavirus and for a fever. 
to ensure that you are trying to protect everybody in the NBA bubble from coming into contact with anybody else who might be ill. If anything, this would probably be the healthiest NBA playoffs that has ever existed in the history of the league. You'd have less colds, less flu, less coronavirus, less all illnesses, period. I think it's brilliant. I'll open up the phone lines to allow your questions. 877-996-6369. What do you think about my idea of bringing the NBA all to Las Vegas, creating effectively an NBA bubble, and finishing the season there? By the way, this could work for the NHL too. They would just need to go to a place that had multiple ice hockey rinks. It's not as easy to bring the entirety of the NHL because there are fewer ice rinks. My guess is that the NHL could do a version of this in somewhere in Canada where you have access to three or four different ice rinks all in a close location. Canada would be my guess. Maybe it's in, maybe there's a place like that in Detroit. I don't know. Also, this is something that isn't that wacky. The English Premier League is considering doing the same kind of thing to finish off the EPL season over in Europe. Major League Baseball and the MLS wouldn't have to do this on the same level because they play outdoor games, but I do think that there's a possibility that they could take advantage of a lot of these spring training locations and just go ahead and play Major League Baseball games in the spring training venues so you don't have the same massive trips to have to take early early in the season, also without crowds present. What do you think about my idea? 877-996-6369. I'll bring in the crew, see what they think as well. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I am trying to lay out my plan for why the NBA in Las Vegas makes perfect sense. You guys can weigh in with your calls if you have questions for me for what I just laid out. 877-996-6369 is uh, the phone number. But in the meantime, let me bring in the crew really for the first time so far today. All right, Danny G, I'll start with you. What do you think about my idea of the NBA in Vegas? What questions do you have about uh, the plan that I laid out? Okay, I love the idea. I want it to happen, I hope, at the start of May. Basically going to be an all-out TV production. So my question for you is, and then I have an idea about it, would you plan on several games happening at the same time, or is this one game at a time for TV? Uh, Well, it depends on how you decided to do it. So are you playing regular season? Because if you are, regular season requires a lot more games, right? Because then there's 30 teams playing. Or are you also taking my idea of just saying, hey, let's have a special way that we do the postseason this year? Uh, This was actually Jason Whitlock's Tournament style? Which was go ahead and have every team play in uh, in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, basically, and then have an opening round that usually doesn't exist, but is kind of an old school nod, best three out of five. So uh, if you did that, the top two overall teams, the best team in the East, which would be obviously the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, best team in the West would be the Lakers. Both of those teams will get an automatic buy into the second round, and then you would play uh, the uh, the entirety. Or you could knock out the bottom two teams, and just say, hey, those two teams get the first two picks. We're not even going to do the lottery this year because this season ended so quickly, and we're going to play all of the other 28 teams. So the one seed would play against the 14th best team yeah. uh, the, the, in both sides all the way through. Uh, the whole way is uh, is is how you could, uh, you could craft this um, in a way so that you ended up going from, uh, I guess you'd have to go 32 to 16, however you would set it up. So uh, I like the idea. The reason why I mentioned Vegas is they have four different courts so that, that have substantial locker rooms, nice you know opportunities for teams to be able to play there. Um, and I would start basically probably at 9 a.m. 
and just do games all day long because I think you'd have a lot of games to catch up with. Well, that's kind of where my new wrinkle would come in. If you really want to do it Biodome style, you know the NCAA Final Four, it would have been on April 4th, I think, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Yep. What if you christen the new Las Vegas Raiders Stadium by setting up shop for the NBA inside their new state-of-the-art building because you'd be working with a big new sterile facility rather than some. I don't of the- think it would be finished. I also don't think it's an interesting idea. I but think it will be done though, and you don't need the venue. Like I don't think there'll be crowds. Right, present. right. But it's a TV production, so this would look super good on TV and I make Vegas look, proud. I think it would look ridiculous. No, to have it, a, they're going to be huge... closed in, like the last UFC fight was. They're they're not yeah, going to pan that out. Looks good because there's crowds there. If you just have a huge empty stadium. Look, if things got really, really good by, you know, July as you moved along in the playoffs uh, and into August, and if there are really no major issues with the coronavirus, I think you could start to bring in crowds into this Vegas event. But I think the plan would be to have no crowds present uh, going forward. So uh, so that that's, uh, that's how I would break that down. Dub, what do you think? Well, in my opinion, this is kind of the only way this seems possible to continue the NBA season. Because like you said, the likelihood of crowds being involved in this summer in any sporting event, to me, seemed pretty small. So if the crowd is already going to be something that's not part of the game from here on out this season, why not just make a central location to play the rest of these games, play the playoff games, and play the NBA Finals? And Vegas seems like the perfect destination because, like you mentioned in Hour 1, there's so many different arenas already in Vegas that are ready to be used. Multiple arenas, all the TVs can get every game. You know whether they finish the regular season or not. To me, doesn't really matter. I think it'd be pretty fun just to Jason Willock's idea to have every team make the playoff and have like a super playoff yeah. format. I think that'd be something new they could try to you know spice things up. This season's already been obviously more different than any that we can remember ever. So why not just make it even more different in the playoffs and include every single team? So if the NBA is going to return, and I sincerely hope it does, along with the rest of the American population, I think this is the way to do it. The other thing I I should mention in terms of the Vegas casinos, LeBron James is not staying in a tiny little hotel room with two double beds, right? So they have massive suites, if you have stayed at some of the nice hotels. So for the uh, super high-end player, the superstar, you get a pretty awesome suite. So uh, it's not like you're putting somebody in an uncomfortable environment uh, in terms of putting them all inside of this hotel. And uh, there would be a lot of pretty awesome places where, remember, there's only 450 players. So uh, depending on how many different hotels you took over, everybody would get a pretty awesome place to stay. And as as teams lose, you rapidly would be losing players too, right? So, uh, for instance, after the first round, let's say everybody's playing in the playoffs. After the first round, half of the NBA players would be gone. And if you wanted to make it even easier, you could only bring the 16 playoff teams there, which would mean you'd only have to put up, you know, whatever it is, 200 and, uh, 250-ish players as opposed to 450. So the NBA is a lot easier to do this with because the size of the teams are not very substantial uh, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, What about you, uh, Eddie? What do you think of this idea? 
Uh, I think it's a home run. Uh, I think the infrastructure is already there with uh, the summer league. You've got the obviously the places for the players to stay with uh, all the rooms not available or people not coming in to use the rooms. Uh, the courts are there, uh, as you said. The centrally located. We're all, I, I think it's absolutely something that could work. Roberto, you also sold on the idea. Yeah, but the only question I have is once. Uh say uh business is open for everybody like once the quarantine is over how would you get vegas to like just close us off for uh for nba players only though yeah well i think what you'd have to do then is the casino would open but you would have a different setup for the casino versus the hotels so let's say that yeah it's an interesting question let's say it's june and things have gotten a lot better in the country yeah. and you are now opening up the uh the casino floor uh, you just have a different entrance for the NBA and you don't allow anybody to stay in the hotel except for uh, the NBA still, right? So the casino floor oftentimes is separated from where you go up in the elevator with the hotel rooms. So you would restrict uh, access to uh, to anybody who is staying there to only the NBA. Um, and uh, And for purposes of the casino floor, if things are going well enough that the casinos are opening back up, then there obviously is not anywhere near the same danger that existed beforehand. So I, I think that is a, that's a pretty good solution there. I'll talk more about the idea of a, somebody testing positive for the coronavirus after the, uh, after the NBA postseason begins and why that wouldn't necessitate a league shutting down in just a sec. But first, Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? Well, we'll start with college sports news, where the NCAA Division I Council voted to allow spring sport athletes like baseball and softball players an extra year of eligibility by expanding their five-year eligibility clock by one season. This, of course, because all the spring sports were canceled because of the coronavirus. Now, each school is free to determine how much, if any, scholarship and aid money they are willing to provide for these players. The council also announced that 2020 seniors will not count against the team's roster size in 2021. Winter sport athletes like basketball players were not granted an extra year of eligibility eligibility. News from the NFL where free agent safety Eric Reed wants the NFL's new collective bargaining agreement invalidated over language added after ratification of the deal. He's calling for an investigation and a revote. The new CBA was approved by 60 votes on March the 15th and will run through 2030. In tennis, the head of the German Federation for Tennis said that in an interview, Wimbledon is going to be canceled this week. If that's the case, it'll be the first time since World War II that Wimbledon will not be held. And in Olympics news, the Tokyo Summer Games have been officially rescheduled for July 23rd through August the 8th of 2021. Now back to Clay Travis in the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. Uh, All right, so there's a lot of talk about the idea of, hey, the Rudy Gobert incident where he tests positive for coronavirus and basically the entire league shuts down. We have enough data now to know that the coronavirus, if you are young, is actually less deadly than the flu. This is 100% true based on all the data we have. In other words, if you are, let's say, under the age of 35, you are more in danger of dying from the flu than you are from the coronavirus. And so I think we can use the way leagues typically respond to the flu, and I think this would apply for college football, NFL, everything else. Use the way leagues respond to the flu as evidence of how they should respond to the coronavirus. You're constantly testing people to see whether they have a fever. And if they get sick, they go back to the hotel. 
They're put in their room. Doctor service is there to make sure they get well as fast as they can and that they receive the best possible medical treatment. But you don't have to shut down the entire league because the uh, coronavirus, while it is a, a, a deadly disease for some, is for young people not a deadly disease. By and large. Now, somebody can call in and be like, well, there was one 14-year-old. Okay, yeah. There are pinpricks of people around the world who have died from the coronavirus. But if you look at the death rate from the flu, it is far more likely if you are a young person that you are going to die of the flu than you're going to die of the coronavirus. There are hundreds of kids that have died of the flu this year in the United States. There is almost no one who has died of the coronavirus who is young around the entire world. And that doesn't even include the fact that the NBA players are among the best athletes in the world and the healthiest uh, of the entire population that exists in the United States. And we know there are 10 guys who have gotten the coronavirus so far, and all 10 that we know of have been completely fine once they recovered and they weren't even very ill from it either so that the idea would be you try to keep everybody from getting sick from anything I don't even want somebody getting a cold that's why you have this bubble created but the idea that you would have to shut down the playoffs because somebody gets ill is simply not true if you look at the data this solution would because that's the way a lot of people respond well you start back up and then somebody gets sick and you have to shut down the entire playoffs or the season for two more weeks. No, that would not be required or necessary uh, under this scenario. I'll open up. I just brought in the crew. I think unanimously, were you guys all in favor of it? Yep. Everybody agree? Everybody's in favor of this idea? I'll allow the haters to weigh in. 877-996-6369. What, if anything, have we not thought about with my Las Vegas plan for the NBA coming back to action all out in Las Vegas uh, in effectively a germ-free bubble universe that we are creating to allow the games to be played? 877-996-6369. We will finish off hour two uh, when we come back with uh, that discussion further. In hour three, my guy Petros Papadakis is going to come by. What's he going to think? about this idea he was so anti last week's idea he's going to be furious i think should be a good hour three discussion this is outkick the coverage with clay travis hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield 
with wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be floated the idea of the NBA in Vegas opening up phone lines for your feedback or your questions. 877-996-6369. Who's up first, Dub? Uh, we got Adam in Indianapolis. Adam, what ideas, what questions do you have? Hey, Clay, how are you? Big fan. Appreciate that. Here's what I got. Um, being in Indiana, the home of basketball, why not have these guys come and play little arenas, uh, high school, high school gyms, so it would be more entertaining on TV instead of a, uh, you know, a sterile environment in Vegas. You know, yeah, it's, it's, about, it's about the fans wanting to watch it. I think it would be a good way to go. Uh, yeah, I don't think the venue matters. I really don't think the venue matters at all. If fans aren't going to be present, I don't think what the venue looks like is going to, is going to be a significant factor. Plus, the reason to do it in Vegas is to limit travel. So you don't have to get guys onto planes and fly them into different venues uh, because of the danger that would come from potentially all that travel 
in terms of getting sick. So uh, the purpose of one location that you have effectively, hopefully, managed to make as germ-free as possible is exactly as I just said. And, and again, if there aren't going to be crowds present, I think what the gym looks like, this is like what Danny G was talking about, I don't think anybody's going to care. It's about what's happening on the basketball court. The shot of what the gym looks like isn't going to matter. Who's up next? We got Justin in West Palm Beach. Justin, what do you think? Hey, Clay. Um, I'm just wondering where you think the league is on this, like on a scale of 1 to 10 right now, like logistically and legally. How likely is this to happen, and how quickly could the league put this together if you were to start today? Yeah, that's probably those are all really good questions. I should mention that I didn't. nobody's even raised this as an issue yet. What if a player doesn't want to play? Then they wouldn't have to play. Right, I mean, you're not demanding that everybody show up and continue the season. If somebody is so racked with fear that they don't want to leave their house or their condo, wherever they live, and uh, that's their right. But I think most players would want to play and finish the season, especially if you think you have a chance to win a championship. Uh, how quickly could they uh, make this happen? It's a great question. Um, I would think the Vegas casinos would be ecstatic to get a phone call from the NBA saying, hey, can we take over your entire hotel? I mean, I I would think they would be just over the moon at the idea. So uh, while they're shut down for a month, I can't imagine there are very many activities that are planned in these casinos. I would think they would uh, be happy to give over the hotel. And in terms of uh, where the NBA is, look, the Wall Street Journal reported yesterday that ESPN and TNT are on pace to lose $700 million. We already know that the NBA took a multi-hundred million dollar hit over the Daryl Morey tweet having to do with China. So I would think that uh, the NBA desperately wants to play this season. I, I, I would be stunned beyond belief if Adam Silver and his uh, brain trust is not sitting around debating this as we speak right now in terms of what the best possible scenarios could be. Who's up next up? Right, we got a couple more here. Mick in New Orleans. Mick, what do you think? I think we absolutely have to do it, and I think we have to do it fast, and I'm going to tell you why. The country is starving for content, for something to watch that isn't a rerun, that isn't scripted, that doesn't have a predictable outcome. Number two, The NBA needs this. You had the China setback. You've had them off off the grid for the last two or three weeks. The NBA would have sports to itself. It would have live television to itself. It would have an ability to, if not become where it was before the virus hit, even bigger than where it was because you will have viewers – that, like me, who really did not care to watch an NBA game during the day or during the week until maybe deep into the playoffs, and now I have nothing else to watch but that. This would be great. And logistically, where is a player going to be safer? I guess in your own house if you're a millionaire, but, but really you're not going to be any less safe in the environment that you're envisioning. Um, these hotels are self-contained, and and let's we we know what we know and we know what we don't know. We know this can be done safely, absolutely, with the premise that you're proposing of having it in Vegas. 
What we don't know is when we're ever going to have a fan-attended sporting event in the United States. We don't know if it's going to be a month, two months, three months, or whatever. Because even if people stop dying, and even if we get a severe downtick in new sicknesses and new, new people, all it takes is one or two people to get sick again and go to a crowded venue, and every single person is going home to their family and their elderly parents and everybody else. So we don't know how soon we'll be back to yeah. that. But Thanks for the call. Know- Thanks for the call. That, that's why I think the idea of crowds is another step. And I don't even think, again, we could probably have a discussion about this later in the week. I'm not that concerned. That's a great call, by the way. I'm not that concerned about the idea of there being crowds present because the vast majority of you are like me. You're going to watch the vast majority of your sports on television without crowds being there. Now, does it sound a little bit different that you don't hear crowd roaring in the background? Would it be a lot different for players? I don't have any doubt that it would be. But ultimately, the players are competing against each other And I think the quality of the game wouldn't be very much different, if at all. When you're playing for a championship, I would think that the uh, the players themselves would bring the intensity and the energy. If you're playing for a championship and you need the crowd to bring you the intensity and the energy, your team's probably going to lose. I I have yet to hear anybody come up with a reason why this doesn't make sense. I'm open to an idea for why this doesn't make sense. We'll take more of your calls, but I only want, so far, unanimously, people are in favor of this. Is there a negative? There's a lot of you out there that are the Eeyores of the community. What is out there that I am not thinking of? I haven't heard a single reason why this couldn't happen yet. Uh, 877-996-6369. Speaking of the Eeyores of the community, Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, scheduled to join us as he does every single Tuesday in Hour 3. We'll see what he thinks about this idea. He was furious. He was ornery. He was surly. He was not in a good mood when I brought up the idea of this last week using a college campus as the potential location for the bubble. What does he think about it? now that it has become much more commonplace of a discussion and I'll give you some positivity about the coronavirus battle in general as we start off hour three appreciate all of you hanging out with us this is Outkick make sure you don't miss any of us by downloading the podcast and uh, as we come back more on the idea of the NBA in Vegas Petros Papadagas and more this is Outkick the coverage thanks for hanging out with us Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o -O who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
Shield Ripers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Petros, last week you were so angry at my idea about the NBA, maybe going to a college campus, and now it's blown up. Everybody's talking about it. Would you like to apologize for being such a Debbie Downer? No, I'm tired of your social engineering. I'm trying to make the world a better place, and you won't allow it. No, I won't. I will stand in the way. Uh, I Look, I will be your prop for all of your ideas, and I do not. No, if anybody's actually going to do your utopian quarantine, the whole league society, I know it's been discussed, and I'm sure you got it from somewhere other than your very brilliant mind, which you're not afraid to tout in front of everybody whenever necessary or you deem necessary. However, I still don't see it happening. But I, I, why do I know? I'm a freaking fat ex short yardage tailback and college football analyst. And you're just about as qualified as I am to socially engineer. So I, I have no idea what they're going to do. 
I my hope is when we play games again that we do it like we're used to with the fans in there and the whole thing up and running. Anything else to me is just a ploy to make the TV money work. And I just, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't feel the same. I understand that a little bit, but if you had to choose between the games being back, but there are no fans present, or the games don't come back until fans can be present, even if that takes additional months, isn't it an easy choice to bring the games back without the fans present? I, I, to you, it is. Yeah, so I'm I saying mean, for me, it is, but it isn't for you. Like you'd rather wait additional months so you can have the fans back. Is that the choice? If you, if you, ha- I think that I think it's possible that that is the choice. That okay, it, but nothing's real. None of this is real. I'm, it, it is so fatiguing to have these speculative conversations about what or when is is uh, is going to uh, be when something may or may not be. I mean, it's it, it, it's like living in a in, in the Game of Thrones world. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm tired of it. I mean, it's better it's better just to wait to, for me. Uh, all these weird contingency plans are just cash grabs for the TV money. They they really are to me to me. That's that's just the way I feel about it. And you know, we can't regulate human behavior in my neighborhood. I mean, the street, because they closed down the beach, which is relatively close to my house, the street is like freaking Mardi Gras. Uh, People walking up and down the street, you know, just trying to get out of the house and walking around with your kids. You cannot regulate human behavior. I mean, you can try and do a pretty good job, but not all of it. So the thought that you're going to have some, like, special lockdown, negative air sports league going on with with hundreds of people in a place where no one's allowed and no one's going to get sick, and the second somebody sneezes, everybody's going to run for the hills like cockroaches. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But everybody's talking about it, and you did it, so congratulations. I think that there is – by the way, I think that – quarantine Petros, if it's possible, is even angrier than normal world Petros. I'm actually not angry. I, I, my life is the, the only one, other than my yoga classes, which I do miss, that is not, you know, very affected by this. I, I realize everybody else is. not either, honestly, because I still wake up and do the radio show. You still do your radio show. Your yoga class, I can't get to my gym and I'm not coaching Little League baseball or basketball like I usually do. But otherwise, my life is really not that much different either. Well, I'm an agoraphobe. So I, I acti- actively seek out avoiding crowds yeah. long before the uh, COVID-19 quarantine of 2020. So I, 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 I still am very afraid and the thing that really makes me afraid is just seeing the L.A. freeways empty. I mean, it's just, I mean, I've lived here my whole life, and I've never seen, you know, anything like that, and not even close. Maybe the first week of the Olympics in 1984, because they told everybody the traffic was going to be so bad, so no everybody one went out anywhere. Down. Yeah, it, or Carmageddon. Do you remember Carmageddon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they closed down the 405, that was, uh, that was weird, because nobody drove that day. But, you know, this has been like prolonged weeks and weeks at a time, and I'm still driving into work, and it's very eerie to see the empty streets. You know, if you want to have a sports league where there's nobody at, you could probably do it right in the middle of the 110 freeway right now, Clay. (laughs) 
Uh, so you do believe that – I mean, here's what I believe. And I said this earlier, but people are just waking up with this. I believe by June the games are going to be back. I really 100% do believe that. And I, I mean that for Major League Baseball. I mean that for the NBA. I mean that for the MLS. I mean that for everybody. And you know how this is going to work. The first league that comes back, everybody's going to be like, oh my God, what are you thinking? How in the world could you possibly come back? And that league's going to get crushed, which is why I think the leagues need to sit around and all agree to come back around the same time, Uh, much like they issued that statement about the way that they were going to be interacting with media and everything else. They were kind of a joint statement between Major League Baseball, MLS, NHL, and the NBA. Uh, But I think they're going to have to deal with criticism, but that by June, the games are going to be going. But you said, like, you're worried about the crowds and how you regulate and everything else. I don't think the crowds will be present. Maybe for, maybe by football season, if things are going well, we can bring back crowds. Uh, and, And I hope that's the case because I do think it's a better environment. But if you ask me to choose hey, sports have got to be back, but you're going to have to wait extra months, you know, like until October in order to have crowds present, or you can get the games back in June. To me, I watch 99.9% of sports on television anyway. I don't really care that much about the crowds. Yeah, I uh, I, I just, I don't know that that's the choice. Uh, I have no idea that that's the choice. Nobody's actually presented that to anybody as the choice other than on this radio show. Uh I don't know when we will have games back. I hope we have games back as soon as possible, and I hope that the crowds are there. And anything else is just people grabbing TV money. I mean, the crowds are what brings money in locally. You know, vendors, people that are working at the stadiums, you know, all that stuff. And, And that's what I'm interested in. You know, I'm interested in people that are hurting that can't work right now and can't earn a living and can't circulate around society like they usually do. So, And that's the function of sports, is for us all to get together and, and witness something, whether it's on television or... And I understand the whole, uh, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't stop the games just so we could have people in there. Uh, I don't really have that strong of an opinion about it, other than the fact that I don't think anything's going to come back in any kind of uniform way. It's all going to go away the same way. Uh, it's all going to come back the same way it went away, which is uh, weirdly and slowly. You know, I made this reference yesterday. You know, society's not going to reopen like a garage door and like we just flood back into it, you know, like Disneyland opening in the morning. Uh, it's going to be a slow, arduous process. And the thing I'm worried about most, you know, is, is college sports, uh, yeah. particularly football. You know, because, A, I make my living doing that, you know, and it's feasible to think anything's going to be canceled. My God, they canceled the NCAA tournament, which is the biggest moneymaker for men's. It's the only moneymaker in the spring sports world for the NCAA is the tournament. You know, that's their that's their thing. And it got they shut that down. I mean, without blinking, it felt like. So college football feels like it's at risk. And that worries me. A, because college football doesn't really have a governing body. So you can't sit here and tell the SEC what to do if the Big Ten's going to do something different. The Pac-12 might want to do something different. You know, the Pac-12 will probably follow the other big three. We were talking about that uh, yesterday. Uh, no No one knows what the ACC might do. 
as far as just coming back and when. And what if somebody's on your schedule and that league doesn't want to play, but you want to play? You know, what if McNeese State doesn't want to play Alabama, you know, because they're, they're not in camp or whatever? So that's going to get, I fear, very complicated. And I hate the prognostication about what's going to happen because, you know, none of this has ever happened before. We have no idea what's going to happen. You know, I pray every day that somebody comes up with a vaccination and we can all leave the house again. What, uh, let's leave the coronavirus. Should the Chargers sign Cam Newton? No. Why not? No, I think. Well, well, I just don't think. I just don't think he's the same player. I think he's just. It's like signing a big, beautiful monster truck that's all beat up on the inside. At this point, and it's it's not a time. I know we want to leave the coronavirus behind, but it's everywhere, like Darth Vader. Uh, you can't really work people out the way you would want to normally and really pull on him and push on all his uh, his weak spots to find out what the deal really is. Also, you know, if the Chargers are going to try to draft Tua, and that's what all indications show, then maybe he's not the guy for Tua to learn behind. Uh, it would probably just go with Tyrod Taylor, who's already on the team at that point and has been a starter before. You think the so, Chargers might try to trade up, though, to get Tua, which would obviously yes. necessitate them getting above the, the Dolphins minimum? Yes, that's what I uh, that's what I have gathered from listening to my play-by-play, or the Chargers play-by-play guy, my radio partner, Matt, talk about this almost every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was going to be Brady for a while, but now he wants Tua. Outstanding stuff as always. Good luck. Uh, hey, congratulations, Clay, on your social engineering. Well, I'm trying to make the world a better place. I'm going to send you a white coat. I am a uh, doctor of uh, social engineering, there's no doubt. Uh, he's Petros Papadakis. When we come back, we will close out the Tuesday edition of the program. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.